just before this episode starts, I just wanted to put in a little message before before this episode. As the entire world is aware, because it is absolutely everywhere, Her Majesty the Queen passed away a few days ago. I'm not very patriotic when it comes to like the royal family and stuff like that, but I did like the Queen a lot. She had a lot of funny moments. She had a wicked sense of humour. And I just kind of wanted to put a little tribute in because it has shocked the world. Like, I, I knew she was big for us as Brits, but every single country, every single world leader, even Putin has said something um, in, in memory to her. And I just find it incredible that every single, like, brand and there's, it's incredible just how much the world has been affected by this. I, I had no idea. Uh, but at the time of recording, um, it's now Charles uh, who has been sworn in as king. He hasn't had his coronation, but yeah, it, it's meant. I I don't like God save the king. I've always liked God. God save our gracious queen. Um, so it it, it does feel strange because I I knew something was wrong on because uh, I think it said that she was she was comfortably resting which sounds a bit, you know, dodgy. But then BBC One and all the channels cancelled everything from about 1am, 1am, 1pm to when they announced her death at half past six. And all of that was just a news reporter talking about what we know about it. And you you kind of know that they were given a heads up. Um, But unfortunately, this this is live. She will be greatly missed. She had a wicked sense of humour, as as I've said, and yeah, we'll we'll miss you, we'll miss you, Queen Elizabeth, and um, yeah, hope you're resting with Philip. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Relax with Rizzoli podcast, episode number 12, or race number 12 of the Formula One season here in, I'm I'm doing like the start of a race, it's not, well it will be in a little bit, but today's the Silverstone episode, what a nuts race, okay, an absolute nuts race, also I'm finally 60 FPS now, look at me. Really smooth. If you're an audio listener, I apologise. But yeah, I'm smooth because my camera had HDR on. It wouldn't record um, in 60. It would only do it in 30. But now we're here. Beautiful. Um, Yeah. I've really been struggling with recording episodes, having the motivation when I've just been laid in bed and go, do you know what? I just need to record a podcast. I found it really tricky, especially when I've got like the Greek video. Um, Yeah, I need to do an update about what's been happening in my life. Uh, I went to Athens. Um, I've had the most stressful whatever. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's a bit nuts. It's a bit nuts. I mean, I say a bit nuts. Yeah, it has just been, it's been crazy. It's been very busy, very emotionally tiring, and and everything. Um, which I'm, I I will share with you all in a in an update. Soon, um, just gotta figure out what to talk about. Like, actually, write everything down because that's something that, yeah. As, as I say, I've been struggling with motivation a lot recently, but 
I'm hopefully trying to change that, and hopefully we're going to get an episode out every week. I keep saying it, and I just, I don't know, I think it should be more important to me than it than it feels. And I think once I kick this horrible habit, then I'll be able to be unstoppable and all this, but it's very difficult. I think trying to act like I'm a professional, like, oh yeah, let's get this out every week, um, and then it just ending with me not doing anything and just watching Netflix. It's not good. It's not good. But this is part of growing up. This is something that I've got to overcome, which I will. Just don't know how long it's going to take me. But look, it is what it is. And on the bright side, at least you get an episode today, whenever you're seeing this, because I honestly don't know when this is going out. Um, I've got like seven races to do. It's nuts. It's nuts. But today, speaking of races, we're going to my home. No, not Greece, unfortunately. We are here. This episode is in Great Britain for the amazing Silverstone race. Um, that This race is incredible. It really, really, really is. Even from the first corner, there was mental drama. But let's get straight into the commentary because this is actually one episode that I could not wait to do. Except, of course, I did wait to do it because of the whole thing that I just spoke about a few minutes ago. But you get what I mean. On to the race. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lenovo Formula One British Grand Prix here at the heart of motorsport. 72 years ago was the first time we raced at this circuit and we race here once again. It is time for the British Grand Prix. Look at all the fans here this year as we see a few celebrities on the grid taking pictures of the cars going on their formation lap. So the starting grid is here as follows. Lance Stroll starts plum last in 20th position alongside Mick Schumacher in the first of the Haas. It is an, it is an Aston Martin and a Haas back two rows with Sebastian Vettel in 18th and Kevin Magnussen in 17th place. Alex Albon in the Williams starts P16 and Esteban Ocon in P15 first of the Alpines. Daniel Ricciardo, a dreadful season for him so far starts P14, Yuki Sonoma starts P13, Valtteri Bottas starts P12 and Pierre Gasly in the second AlphaTauri starts P11. Now into the top 10, Nicholas Latifi reaches Q3 for the first time in a Williams starts P10, Jean Guanyu starts P9, George Russell P8 in the Mercedes and Fernando Alonso in P7. Lando Norris starts P6 alongside seven-time world champion Lewis Hamilton who starts P5. Sergio Perez, the first of the Red Bull, starts P4 alongside Charles Leclerc, who starts P3. In second place, it's Max Verstappen, and with the first pole position of his career, Carlos Sainz starts P1. As we see, oh, there we go, Tom Cruise. We're seeing Mr. Mr. Uh, Maverick uh, on his uh, on his uh, return bounces Silverstone Grand Prix to five red lights and it's lights out and away we go here in Silverstone McLaren gets a good start Lewis Hamilton with a blinder is already up into third place and there's contact there's a car on the roof oh my word oh that is one of the Alfa Romeos on its roof sliding towards the tyre barrier that was a horrendous crash race immediately red flag George Russell the first DNF of the year for him, he seems to be stopping. Yeah, he's got damage to the uh, to the left rear, as we see. I think. Oh, he's running towards. He's running towards the Alfa Romeo. Oh, what a, what a beautiful sportsmanship, uh, show of sportsmanship. There, as we're seeing Yuki Tsunoda with a messed up front of the car. That will be more than just a nose change 
I think, but what on earth happened there? What driver was it that went into the tire barrier? It was one of the Alfa Romeos, I'm not too sure. And oh no, that's Alexander Albon caught up in the action as well as we see it. And Alpine of Ocon gonna retire as well. Look at that, he's got no steering on that right, uh, on that right tire, I don't think. It keeps moving around a hell of a lot. Not sure, but that is very good news. The car was wedged between the tyres and the catch fence. Then you can see the mark that it made on the grandstand there, but it is Zhou Guanyu, and uh, I think he is okay and on his way to the medical facility on site, which is lovely to see everyone giving all the marshals a massive round of applause uh, as they do. So, um, they are told, driver is okay. Um, just the important message from race control. So, Joe is okay. Good. Very happy, very happy to hear that. So what on earth happened there on the start? So let's have a look at the middle of the screen. We can see Zhou Guan Yu there. So Hamilton gets a fantastic start. Oh my word, Latifi got a fantastic start as well. Oh, and that was a big hit. So it looked like what happened was George Russell tried to follow Latifi through the two cars. He tapped, I think it was Alex Albon, who then tapped Zhou Guan Yu, which spun him upside down. And then Alex Albon just ended up in the wall, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh no, that was a completely separate accident. I think it was Bottas, was it? Oh, my word. Yeah, that was a, that was an, a horrible, horrible accident. Let's have a look. I, th I think that was George Russell's fault, I think, though. Yeah, he sees the TV go for the gap. Oh, oh no, sorry, no, it's George Russell. I think he slightly moves across, I think. Who goes for the move um, down the middle then? I'm not too sure who was, who was the cause of that. So let's have a look on board with uh, Gasly. So Latifi gets a mega start. He tries to follow through. Oh yeah, George does, oh! George does cut across. Um, George does cut across, to be fair. Maybe you just didn't see him in his mirrors, but we don't know. This is on board with Lance Stroll. So what happened here? Oh, this might have been the Alex Albon incident. Yes, I think it was. Um, oh, he just locked up and I think he tagged the back of Alex, trying not to get into contact. What? How many cars are involved in this first lap incident? Absolutely insane. So we're on board with Sebastian Vettelmas. That is Alex Albon in front of him. So he goes through here. Oh, he goes to the right. Oh, he sees it. He just, yeah, th there's nothing Vettel could have done there. That is, yeah, he tried to back out and it was just too... Um, too tight with Alex. Uh, let's have a look on board. That's also, I love his helmet this weekend. Obviously, Albon Pets or Albon Pets on Instagram. So, let's have a look here. Yeah, he just gets smashed, and it was. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh my God, he got collected quite a few times. He got hit by three different cars. It seems like this is Yuki Tsunoda. Oh, and he just gets whacked. He gets whacked by. Is that Albon again? And this is now Ocon that gets whacked as well. Oh yeah, that's a wishbone. Snapped wishbone. My word. How many cars have been involved in that? We are a few cars lighter on the restart, but here we go again for the second start of this race as the medical car comes into view. And here we go for the second start of the Formula 1 British Grand Prix. One, two red lights, three red lights, four red lights, five red lights, and it's lights and away we go, go, go. A very, very quick start there, Carlos. Side, side by side, squeezes Max to the wall. Goes on the outside, side by side together. Perez trying to make a move on his teammate, Max Verstappen, but he's under attack from uh, Charles Leclerc, but he is under attack 
from the Mercedes and the McLaren, but Hamilton gets a moment coming out of the third corner there. Now he's being overtaken by Lando Norris on the inside, coming down the stop, uh, not the stop, finish straight, one of the straights. It's a very, very tricky corner here. It's going to go side by side. Leclerc and Verstappen. Verstappen shuts the door and Perez, uh, Leclerc has to back out, but Perez trying to figure out how to get past him and we see Norris and Hamilton, oh we've seen this last year side by side, coming out to Cobb's corner, are they going to make the move work, oh there's a bit of bodywork snapped up from the Perez's car there, and Norris goes through on the inside of Lewis Hamilton there, fantastic as we come through one of my favourite sections Magazine back is and that's more bodywork flying off the Red Bull there, I don't know what that is is that side pod, is that front wing we don't know, we'll just have to see come further in the race. So we're on board with Lewis Hamilton now. On board with Lando Norris. Coming up now, looking left and right. DRS has been enabled. They'll both get that. He's going to try and cut down the inside for this corner, which will be the outside for this corner. The Red Bull goes into the pits. So is that Red? Is that Perez or is that Verstappen? That is uh, Perez into the pits with damage. Apologies there. So... The running order of lap six uh, currently, as we see the great little battle between the two Brits here. Signs Verstappen, Leclerc, Norris, Hamilton, Alonso, Gazi, Sonoda, Ocon, and Latifi up into the top ten. Perez looks like he's having a front wing change, but I think that might be his race out. But we'll see how much pace that Red Bull does have. As we see, uh, Hamilton still trying to attack. Lando Norris for P4 so far, he gets DRS on him, goes to the inside, and can Lando Norris do anything? No, he can't. Hamilton is through. Oh, what a beautiful set of corners here. Really, really a beautiful part uh, of the track. And look at all the fans there cheering for the two Brits. Fantastic, fantastic, as we now see all the drivers coming through Cops Corner now. 4.7 seconds is the gap from Charles Leclerc to Lewis Hamilton. So again, we're looking at the restart now. Thank God there was no contact on this start here. So that one of the Hasses got a horrendous start and immediately got overtaken by his teammate, but he gets the door squeezed on him. But we're having a look at the two Red Bulls now. Do the two Red Bulls make contact? What, what happens here? So he goes there like that. Oh, 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 it was between Leclerc forcing his way through um, and making contact with Perez, which obviously made him box. Uh, let's have a look on board with Verstappen. This was aggressive from Sainz. Was this start forcing him right towards the wall there. Tries to get through, compromises his own line. That is what we like to see from Carlos Sainz there. Very, very good indeed. And then Verstappen tries to take the long way around, but Sainz places his car beautifully. Tries to send it around the outside again. Can't do anything. Tries to get the cut back. Coming onto the start, finish straight, and Perez there. Oh, yeah, that was rude. That was very rude from Leclerc there. That, yeah, I don't know whether that might be investigated or not, but we will see. So Carlos Sainz is now only six and a half tenths in front of Verstappen, who has two seconds to Leclerc. Could we see an overtake from Verstappen to Carlos Sainz on this lap? Coming through Cops Corner now. What a beautiful corner. That is, it's not flat. Now it is, a, it is actually a lift-off. It's come through Magus and Beckett's. Now it is a lift-off uh, these years. Obviously, these cars quite a bit slower. Oh, and that signs onto the grass. He had a moment coming out of Magus and Beckett's. And that's going to give the position to Verstappen. He has DRS as well. That gives Verstappen the lead of the race. Just making an error on the exit. 
of Beckett's there did Carlos Sides. He can't be afford, he can't be affording uh, to do that. Uh, Matir Bonotto not looking happy there, understandably, as he has just lost net lead of the race. Let's have a look at what happened here. So we just come through here. The, uh, yeah, the, the arse of the car just starts sliding and he just can't control it, really. Um, and you can just see him come through there. Obviously, his speed is going to be compromised because he had a moment. So let's listen. Yeah, the rear just kind of steps out and the, the front doesn't grip. Has to cut to the grass and the staff end flat all the way and way past him. Yeah, as we just see, he has to make a correction there. Of the grass, not too bad of a... Ooh, ooh there, there, though. I, I didn't know whether there was going to be any underfloor under damage uh, to the car there. So, see, both Alfa Tauri's having a scrap. They've touched. They've touched. Yuki Sonoda has sent both of the Alfa Tauri's round. What a pirouette. Not happy with his teammate there. Uh, but, to be fair, that was not good for the team. That is not what they needed. Sonoda is down in 15. And I'm not sure where uh, where Gasly is. He's in 13th, so 5th, 13th and 15th respectively. But let's have a look here. This is a crucial point in the race now. A second is the gap to Sainz to Verstappen. But more importantly, half a second is the gap between Leclerc and Sainz coming through turn 11 here. Otherwise known as Maggots and Beckett. Again, one of my favorite corners on the track. But that is Verstappen. He has closed up tremendously. What's happened there to Verstappen? Sainz has got DRS down the straight. He overtakes him. What has happened to Verstappen? Has he got a problem? I think he does. Oh, he's got a puncture. He has a puncture. Charles Leclerc in the pits. He locks up his tyres. Oh, my word. Ferrari 1-2 leading this race. Wow. That is unexpected. Very, very unexpected indeed. And that gives Sainz the lead of the race again. This race is not free from drama at all. And it's a slow stop as well, just to add to the heartbreak. A 3.1 second stop. Oh, wow, that puts Lewis Hamilton into podium contention. Absolutely fantastic. Verstappen comes out P6. Potentially P7. No, he stays. P6. What happened there? So he just runs over the curb there. Is that where the tire lets go? I think it is. Which tire are we looking at? I'm looking at both. I think it'll be the rear right as we're looking at it, or the rear left if you're driving the car. But let's have a look. Uh, I can't see anything. It must be a slow puncture. But I think it is on the side that Carlos was overtaking for stopping radio. less rear aerodynamic load but there's nothing we can do about it we'll try to correct it at the next stop in terms of balance but it is not structural so you are safe to continue Saying to Verstappen, he is safe to continue in this race. So what they're saying by the error balance is they'll probably put more downforce on the front of the of, of the, rear, rear, the, the rear wing in the next stop. But I'm trying to talk about that while focusing on this. This is Charles Leclerc beat Carlos Sainz. And hold on a minute. He doesn't have half of his front wing. Charles Leclerc's lost the end plate. He's on hard. I think he's on hard tyres. I don't know anymore. This is fantastic. No, they're both on mediums, but Charles Leclerc is missing an end plate. What do I need to do? To feel... I mean, I'm, I'm... He, he's messing up his race. 
He's coming back to him. Yeah, look, he's missing the entire right-hand side of his end plate without contact from Perez. And he's gaining, gaining, gaining every lap on the back of his teammate, Carlos Sainz. Could this be a Ferrari 1-2? Lewis Hamilton sets the fastest lap. Could we see a Hamilton win? Let's have a look. There we go. That could have been the contact there to the back of a stop and a slow puncture there. Signs in the pits. They'll be putting a set of hards on, I imagine, into the pits. Let it be a quick stop. Oh, it was a quick stop. That's what we love to see. A 2.5 second stop. That means Leclerc will probably be coming in uh, on the next lap or this lap. I should say, but Lewis Hamilton is only three seconds behind Leclerc, their home hero, currently in P2. Yes, Sainz comes out on the hard side, 16 seconds behind Leclerc, and this is Bottas. Bottas in the pits, retiring from this race. That is the fourth retirement of this Grand Prix. Lewis Hamilton setting fast lap after fast lap after fast lap, and Leclerc is only two seconds up the road from him. Could we see him get the first win of this year, keeping up his record of winning a race in every season he's competed with? Obviously, Lewis Hamilton, but he goes into the lead of the race. Leclerc in the pits. Is it going to be a good stop? Uh, it's decent, about 2.7, I'd say. Oh, 2.8, I was close, I was close. Very, very interesting indeed. But Nicholas Latifi, can we just say Vettel and Latifi? P7 and P9, respectively, fantastic. Both has outside the top 10 in 11th and 12th. And Daniel Ricciardo, unfortunately, in 13th. I don't know what has happened to him this race, but that is not nice to see for Stappen Radio. Very much not happy. Uh, with the car there, we see Leclerc trying to get as much heat into those cars as possible. Obviously, Verstappen not happy. He feels like he's got damage, but from what the engineers are saying, it is just the aero load of the car, so the, the aero and the rear will feel very, very slippery. So, target lap time for Sainz is 32.2, otherwise, we'll swap. But we are losing time compared to Hamilton. 32 is not enough, in my opinion. He really wants to get past his teammate for a win here. I wonder who is going to happen. Let's see, more importantly, what lap time Sainz puts in on this lap. And they get so close. There's two tenths in it between the Ferrari teammates. And I think he's going to get past him. They'll come the straight because Leclerc will have DRS. But then again, Sainz will have DRS from one of the back markers. I think that might be Yuki Tsunoda. Sainz radio. Oh, this is not good enough. We are swapping the cars. Swap, swap. So that is Leclerc into the lead of the race. That is a P2 and 3 for, well, say into the lead of the race, into the net lead of the race. Obviously, Hamilton hasn't stopped yet. He's on 30 at lap, old hard on lap 33, which doesn't make sense because he has a stop. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But Schumacher up to P10, overtaking Latifi and unfortunately kicking him out of the points at this time. Leclerc, fastest lap again. He doesn't have a rear uh, front wing end plate. This is insane performance from him as we're looking at board with Kevin Magnussen trying to get past Latifi, Hamilton Radio. I can't maintain this place forever, mate. Yeah, copy Lewis, you're doing a great job though. So let's just keep building this offset. I don't think that's a very good idea. As we see Hamilton in the pits, I think they should have maybe boxed a little earlier to cover off the lead. But Ricardo now into the pits as well. So we have Hamilton and Ricardo into the pits. Let's hope it's a quick stop for both of them. Oh, it's a slow stop. It's a fairly slow stop for Hamilton. It's about a five-second stop, a 4.3-second stop for Ricardo. It's a 4.4. 
as well. Both of them having incredibly slow uh, pit stops. I say slow pit stops. Four seconds to change four sets uh, to change a set of tyres. It's still insane. Latifi down to 12. Haas now in P10 and 11. But Verstappen and Perez P8 and 6. Oh, it's not looking like a good race for them. But what it, who it is looking like a good race for is the Ferraris, the Mercedes and the McLaren of Lando Norris. Alonso in P5 as well. He's had a very underrated race at the moment. But this is Hamilton trying to heat up his tyres. Warm-up will be challenging. Warm-up will be challenging as we see. Look at this, a gang of three cars. We have got an Alpine that is being overtaken. I think that is a house going past and that's Ocon. Oh, no, wait. Ocon's not been lapped, he's going slow. Ocon, Ocon has a problem. Engine has gone, engine has gone. Oh, what Marcel and Howard not looking happy at all. And he stopped, he stopped just before cops. And it's a safety car, a full safety car. That is Leclerc and Hamilton, I believe, in the pits for a new set of tires. I imagine are they gonna be going on softs or mediums for the remaining 12 laps of this Grand Prix. I imagine soft will be the way to go. And it's signs, signs in the pit, signs in the pit. So is Hamilton, who's gonna get a good stop? That is a red wall soft tire for signs and a 3.1 second stop for Hamilton. A very, very good stop there for signs. Both of them on soft tires. Who is gonna come out and win this? race this is going to be hard for Leclerc being on the hard tire it has not worked out well for him Perez in the pits as well on the soft tire as well it's a 2.6 second stop Sonoda 3.6 second stop everyone going out on soft tires trying to get the maximum performance in these final 12 laps of this Grand Prix safety car ending oh this has worked out perfectly for sides and horrendously for Leclerc Oh my word, he is leading with his teammate about a second behind him on hard tyres compared to sides with fresh softs. The instruction is to give uh, 10 car lengths to chance and some breathing space. Within 10, within 10 car lengths. But guys, I'm at the pressure from Hamilton, please don't ask these things. Please, please, let's say, stop inventing. Stop inventing. I'm under pressure also. That does not seem fair on signs. You know, I know Leclerc's leading, but look at the fact you're on old tyres. You can't, you know, you can't control that. You're on hard tyres. He will pass you coming to RS zone, unfortunately. And that is just the way it goes. But as we see, signs and Leclerc going, going, going. He's tried to give him as much space as possible, but actually Hamilton has been caught napping. Perez is on the back, trying to fight for a podium position. The final podium position coming through here. Hamilton defends, but Perez goes to the outside, side by side. He's on the outside and now tries to cut to the inside, but Perez needs to watch out. He has two time world champion, Fernando Alonso behind him. Ferraris, wheel to wheel. Red Bull and Mercedes, wheel to wheel. Perez gets ahead of Hamilton. Both Ferraris side by side and inside. Who gets past Leclerc? Wow! I mean, that was inevitable. We knew that was going to come. But how many places is Leclerc going to lose to the rest of the field? Now, this is not good, but Sainz takes the lead 
Could he win his first race in Formula One? This is fascinating, Hamilton. Oh, he just went too deep. Perez played the beautiful switcheroo move there to go on the inside and get more speed for these straights. Then we see, obviously, Sainz and Sainz and Leclerc fight for it, but Sainz was already past him before the bridge, which is incredible to see. So the running order is Sainz, Leclerc, Perez, Hamilton, Alonso, Norris, Verstappen, Schumacher, Vettel and Magnussen to round out the top 10 Latifi. Unfortunately, just outside, but that's a dive bomb by the Red Bull on the Ferrari, side by side, Red Bull and Ferrari, Leclerc and Perez for second place, he holds on, oh, there's contact, there's contact, and through, Hamilton goes, absolutely sensational, two in one, Hamilton, the home hero, the seven time world champion, on the inside of both of those cars on the final corner. Sensational move, but he's going to lose it to Perez again. Or is he? This is sensational. I can't. I don't have a voice to commentate over this. Hamilton and the Ferrari going wheel to wheel. Perez is now ahead. But Hamilton on the inside as they're going up the straight. All of them will have DRS apart from Perez, who is more than four seconds behind. This is fantastic. And now Lando Norris in the mix. Five cars for P2. Five cars fighting. A gaggle of five cars for two podium places. This is incredible. Now the Alpine of Fernando Alonso going around the outside or trying to go around the outside of his arch nemesis, Lewis Hamilton. But Leclerc and Perez are having a fantastic scrum. Lando Norris is now only a tenth behind Fernando Alonso. What a fight. Wow. Absolutely sensational as we look at the restart here. We see Perez and Leclerc have a bit of contact and the seven-time champ is a sensational overtaker and goes through. Absolutely fantastic overtake of the year. Lewis Hamilton take a bow in front of your home crowd. Sensational. Both of them go wide. The door opens and Hamilton goes through. Fantastic. Absolutely sensational. There is an NC, another dive bomb from Perez there, but wheel to wheel, he does squeeze Hamilton onto the side, which allows Leclerc on his old hard tyres to get a bit of a run on him and manages to get past him. But now we're on board with Hamilton and Leclerc ahead of him. He has DRS, where does Hamilton go? He goes to the outside, Leclerc to the inside. But as Leclerc, Leclerc, it's got a bit deep. Obviously he's on old hearts. Hamilton on softs around the outside, around the outside on the inside. Oh, he can't replicate it. Five laps to go in this Grand Prix. And oh my word, this is the greatest end to a race I've ever commentated on. Five cars battling for the final two podium spots. This is, this is Formula One right here. Lewis Hamilton around the outside now of Leclerc. Leclerc obviously on the old hards, but Leclerc goes a bit deep. Hamilton around the outside at Lothfield. Oh my word. What a move on the outside of Lovefield. Into Cobbs, Lewis Hamilton. He is on a home crowd. And Spinanza today, but side by side through Cobbs. That didn't end well last year, but it has this year. Charles still ahead of Hamilton. Great defense there from the Monagas driver. Absolutely sensational as we are seeing Leclerc defend from Hamilton, but Hamilton has DRS again. Coming on to the final straight. He goes to the outside. He gets past Hamilton. Back in podium position again. 
fantastic to see. Obviously, Perez in second place. Absolutely sensational. Now, Alonso wants a bit of the action as well. What a beautiful move this was. Absolutely sensational on the outside of Luffield. Hamilton says that that is one of his favourite corners in the world. No wonder he's gone through there then. And as we look, going through Cops, obviously, he doesn't want a repeat of last year. Leclerc. Oh, my word. Leclerc on the outside. Hamilton on the inside. Hamilton stayed really tight. Um, and that last year where he drifted out a bit and obviously caused the collision with Verstappen. But what a move there as we are seeing on lap 51. We now see Alonso with DRS trying to get past Leclerc for fourth position. More valuable points in the constructors' title because don't forget Lando Norris is in P6 as well, just behind the LP. Obviously those two fighting for the, uh, for the constructors' midfield battle. Schumacher in P8 having a great little scrap with Vettel as well, but he's on the back of Max Verstappen, as obviously Sainz is on the final lap of the Grand Prix. Schumacher is trying his luck with Max Verstappen. Where have we seen this before? A Schumacher and Verstappen fighting. It's like looking at Formula 1 20 years ago. Absolutely fantastic. The Alpine tried to fight Leclerc on the old hard tyres. He'll get DRS here. Does he see Schumacher really trying all the stops? A Haas and a Red Bull are fighting together. Schumacher, DRS in the lower post box here, around the outside, almost banging wheels. He's going to have the advantage. Oh, Max, that was naughty. Max squeezed him there. As we see Hamilton going through here for the final time. Uh, not the final time, that was the second start finish straight going through Cops there, but this is the man he has waited years for this moment. The Spaniard who has done nothing but fight, fight, fight this race. And if anyone deserves it this race, it is him. Absolutely sensational. Run the final few corners for the first time in Formula One history. And it will be Carlos Sainz who wins the British Grand Prix for the first time in his career. Perez takes second, Hamilton, a fantastic third with the fastest lap on the lapped race. And they're banging wheels. Schumacher and Verstappen in the final few laps. Schumacher goes for the inside. It's side by side. They're side by side at the line. But it will just be Verstappen that takes the position over Schumacher. Wow, Schumacher, Vettel, Magnussen, Stroll. Wow, wow, wow. What a race. Hamilton went for 30.5 there last lap, but you try your best for the mega race. Yeah, he can have that. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. And thank you very much for this race. Uh, thank you, Ricky, for the opportunity this year. Uh, thank you and the team, of course. Everyone. My first race winning Formula 1 and with Ferrari is... is you cannot imagine how it feels. And in Silverstone. Oh, absolutely lovely to see there. So Carlos Sainz takes his maiden win and pole uh, of his career. Sergio Perez uh, stands alongside him on the podium in second. And Lewis Hamilton, the home hero, finishes in the third. Absolutely fantastic. So the uh, classification is as follows. Sainz, Perez, Hamilton with the fastest lap. Leclerc, Alonso, Norris, Verstappen, Schumacher, Vettel and Kevin Magnussen bringing home a point uh, as well uh, for 
uh, for Haas. Look at that. Just starting to rain as well. It looks like Carlos Sainz so, so happy. Oi, yo, my voice, my voice has taken a kicking after that. Oh, my God. That, that, those final five laps, five, seven, what is it? About seven laps. There were five cars fighting for two podium positions. Like a Ferrari, a Red Bull, a Mercedes, an Alpine, and a McLaren. Oh, my God. I, I was screaming at that. And Carlos Sainz taking his first race win as well. So, so special for him. I can't imagine how happy he is um, to finally, after years of being in the sport, finally, finally, finally getting his first race win. So congratulations to Carlos Sainz, Perez and Hamilton with the fastest lap as well. Let's talk about that race because, oh my God, so much to unpack. First of all, let's start with the instant first of all. Oh my God, I, I could not believe my eyes when when I saw that. When Because I, I originally saw, uh, obviously you saw the damage at the um like for the camera from the first corner um and you just kind of see the car gets flipped on its side and then you see from another angle the car just sliding along and you, you think it'd be all right and then you see the actual angle where his car jumps smashes into the catch fencing and obviously joel is stuck between the uh safety car uh no, the safety car between the barrier and the catch fencing and um, I've seen the videos of people that were actually stood, like, directly in front. And it is nuts. Like, I... They must have been terrified having, like, a Formula 1 car, like, flown at you. Um, flown at your face. That must have been terrifying. But, yeah, that is... That nuts. That incident was nuts, obviously. Let's unpack it a little bit. So, I never thought I'd be saying this, but here we are. Nicholas Latifi in the top 10. He gets an amazing start. An amazing start. It's just a shame he couldn't hold on to it because obviously it was red flagged. Um, absolutely fantastic. There was a lot of confusion as well about are people going to be able to keep the positions. Um, there was a lot of thing on Twitter about it. But in my personal opinion, as the rules state, for, for the results to have an effect on the red flag, you must have done one racing lap because that is where the classification comes from. You know, the race starts and finishes at that line. So, how are you going to take a incomplete lap result and then start the grid with that? Because that's just unfair. If they did, if they did a lap and completed a full racing lap, then fair enough. But yeah, now I, I I'm glad they did it. How they did? Bad standards. Everyone obviously bunches up. Everyone that was obviously involved in the accident. Um, which was many, many people. Uh, so as I was saying, let's see if you went through uh, the middle. You've got Joe on the left, Russell on the right, and then Gasly tries to go through the middle too. Now, fair play to him. There was a gap, but George George shut the door, and I, th I think George Russell caused that accident. Um, so he kind of squeezes them together, which then causes... Uh, so Gasly's front left hits Joe's rear right, and then because George has kind of moved in like that and pinced, uh, done the pincer maneuver, maneuver on Gasly, he then gets turned like 90 degrees. And then Russell's car goes into Joe's, which then causes that to... Because uh, to, I imagine his car went over the front wing of Russell. 
So then hit that's happened like that. The center of gravity as the turn in as well, because don't forget they're going around the right hand corner. That would have shifted all the weight and the momentum to the left of the car, which is obviously what happened. And then it flipped over because of that weight. And then whoosh, um, straight back into the barrier. So glad it was all right. There was a red flag for about half an hour. We didn't know if it was all right or not. But you know what? Props and fair play to to George for getting out of the car. He could have carried on. Um, in fact, there was a whole thing about it. Um, the only reason he DNF'd, he didn't have damage. He just couldn't get the engine started. And he went to the mechanics. He ran across the track to talk to Mercedes mechanics to try and, you know, how to get it started. And he said to the marshals, leave it. You know, leave the car there. I'm coming back to get it and drive it off. And they obviously just saw as he's abandoned it. So they took it out to the pits and he couldn't restart. So a shame for him because he's finished every race. He's finished every race in the top five, I think, still. Um, which is a nuts, nuts statistic. So fair play to him. Um, incredible, incredible um, gentleman, I think, for that amazing sportsmanship. Um, and then we had the incident with Alex Albon as well. So we had, it was Vettel, I think, that caused it, but not his fault. Um, so obviously that everyone saw that stuff going on ahead. Um, Vettel, uh, well, Alex broke, and then... Um, Vettel broke as well, causing Vettel to go into the back of Alex, smashing him round um, into the wall, which wasn't the hard impact. The hard impact was when I think he bounced back. Ocon then collected him, and then Ocon was collected by Sonoda, and then it was someone else that whacked Vett um, Albon as well. So he got hit by like three separate cars, plus the barrier, um, the concrete wall. So... Yeah, understandable why you have to go to the medical centre, but just is, that is how it is, unfortunately. But that was, you know, I was so glad everyone was okay uh, after that. And then we had, uh, we had the Verstappen drama, so he had a puncture um, and some damage as well, um, I believe, I think, I'm not sure quite, if he, if he had proper damage, I don't know. But yeah, that was incredible. And then... Uh, the whole thing about obviously his tyres and the imbalance of the car, it's because he's, the aero balance is off because they put him on hard tyres. They just need to uh, click a few things, put a few clicks of front wing on. So we had all that with Verstappen and, and his rear wing and all that, um, or the imbalance of the car, as I said. Let's just skip to the bit I want to talk about because, oh my God, that battle at the end. Oh my God, five cars fighting for two podium places. It could have been, you know, two cars could have taken themselves off. That could have put an Alpine and a McLaren on the podium or anything could have happened. And I, Lewis Hamilton pulled off one of the most amazing overtakes I've ever seen. And obviously that iconic, and through goes Hamilton. I didn't really know what else to say. There is nothing else to say. Hamilton goes for the inside. It's a bit too much. Hamilton goes through. Or oh, through goes Hamilton. Um... That, that that will be iconic. And then through cops, Charles Leclerc and Lewis Hamilton, that was mental. I think because Hamilton knew what happened last year, he stuck a lot closer to the apex. Um, and Charles just trusted him. So fair enough, fair enough. And yeah, it, it was nuts. It was an incredible, incredible race. Oh man, it was oh, so good. So good, so good. One of my favourite races of the year, I think, just because of those last 12 laps, you did not know who was going to come out. That was proper racing. That was like touring cars. You you don't know who's going to be leading the next lap. Um, a really incredible, incredible um, race to watch. 
But that is going to be it for this. It's going to be short and sweet um, because I'm going to record the next episode um, right now, or at least edit this one, one of the two. Um, and then, oh yeah, obviously Sign's got his first win, um, which to be fair, I did cover. I can't remember anymore. We have Austria, France, Hungary, Belgium, Netherlands, and it is Italy tomorrow. Um, so it, that gives you a thing of how behind I am. So, yes, yeah, so we've got Austria next. Austria wasn't that good a race. France was a bit boring. Hungary was an all right race. Belgium was an all right race. Netherlands, again, a bit boring, but cool. Italy, and then, oh, oh my God, the next race is Singapore after Italy? Is it? And then Japan, the USA, Mexico, Brazil. I think, oh my God. Didn't they say um, Verstappen could clinch a title at Singapore? I can't quite remember. But we move, we move, we move, we move. Um, I'll be honest, it is kind of like doing these for the first time because Great Britain, you remember, I don't remember the race in Austria. I don't remember France. I don't remember Hungary. I don't really remember Belgium. Um, obviously I remember the Netherlands because that was literally a few days ago six days ago but apart from that yeah not a clue mate not a clue <laughs> but well but ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for watching uh, and listening to um, episode number 12 of the Relax with Rizzoli podcast I'm I'm getting better um, in terms of consistency stuff it is I'm starting to think it is more and more undiagnosed ADHD, which I'm trying to get done, but private healthcare man is nuts. It's so expensive. Um, but a lot of the things are, I'm very strongly, so I, I feel that if you have, if you've got ADHD or you've done the thing, the form in the UK anyway to get ADHD, everything I was taking was like strongly agree, strongly agree, strongly agree, strongly agree. And they're usually a really good test um to see if you do have it or not but the waiting list is about two years so two to seven years uh from what i've heard so but i'm trying i'm I'm talking about it i'm trying to get help for it which hopefully means that i can then prioritize a lot of stuff that i want to do like this podcast and then we'll go from there we'll go from there hopefully i can be a lot more consistent and finally i want to have a run of let's have a look if I can do the final four races, so that's Singapore, Japan. If I can do Texas, um, Mexico, Brazil, and the finale at Abu Dhabi, if I can do those four races and get them uploaded the day after on the Monday, I'll be very happy. I'll feel very accomplished um, if I can do that. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, let's hope for that. Let's hope for that indeed. Thank you very much for watching this episode of the Relax with Rizzoli podcast. And uh, I did another episode of the Dutch Grand Prix, I think. Oh, no, was it Dutch? No, it was the Spa Grand Prix. Um, uh, on over, uh, like a race review on For Everyone's Sake uh, with, uh, with Tom, because Brad was on holiday uh, in Greece, so I filled in there. And, yeah, go check that out it was a great episode if you want to hear me actually talk about and analyze the race this is a lot more more my commentary and then my highlights afterwards but yeah go check that out go check them out uh give them a follow they're awesome and i hope you enjoy my podcast i really really do it's, it's just it's a fun little project it allows me to get like it allows me to get like a dopamine hit and adrenaline rush and all and all this um but yeah thank you very much ladies and gentlemen and i'll see you 
in the next episode. Ευχαριστώ. Ευχαριστώ και γεια σας. Να, ας πω. Ευχαριστώ πάρα πολύ. Yeah, that was bad. We'll do that. <laughs>